Welcome back to the Blaze Podcast. We've been away for about two weeks now. It was school holidays over here in South Africa. And uh, we hope that all the kids had a good time to rest. We're so glad that we're back. And today we're starting a new series called Good Culture. And we're asking the question, what is good culture? And we're going to speak about that and see how we create and allow culture to happen around us. Enjoy the message. What is good culture? Anybody? Anybody? Culture, okay. That's good. Culture is the combination of what we create and what we allow. Culture is the combination of what we create and what we allow. When you see a culture, it is either created or allowed. It is stuff that you allow to happen or stuff that you create to happen. So if we have a good culture, it's because we created one and we allowed a good culture to be created. And culture is everywhere around us. We are sitting here with different cultures, right? We are... Culture influences everything we do. If, your culture, if you come from a certain culture, you do certain things a certain way. If you are from another culture, you do things another way. Culture influences every single thing we do, right? And culture is everywhere around us. But we have to focus and see what type of culture do we have. Because not all culture is good. Some culture is bad. Because the culture... It's the combination of what we create and what we allow. So if we allow bad things in our community, we will have a bad culture. Because that is what we are allowing. And we have to focus, in church especially, what type of culture we're creating. Because we can either create a culture here that is good, where we invite people in, we welcome every single person into the church, doesn't matter where they come from, what they do, or how they look, or anything like that. Or we can have a bad culture and say, this is our little family and no one's going to get in here. You see the difference of what we allow and what we create. And even more so on my side, I can allow certain things in the church to happen and that will form the culture of this youth. Or I can create certain things and it will form the culture of this youth. So in this series, we're going to speak about that. We're going to speak about why must we have good culture and what type of culture do we want to have here? Because the type of culture that we have here is going to determine how we grow and how we meet God, right? Because culture influences the way we do things. So we have to focus and see what type of culture we create. I'm not going to preach for long, but good culture is Jesus-focused. Spirit-empowered, God-glorifying, and created by teamwork. Good culture is Jesus-focused, Spirit-empowered, God-glorifying, and created by teamwork. It's Jesus-focused. What does that mean for us? That means that every single message that I preach here is going to be around Jesus. Every conversation that we're going to have here is going to be focused on Jesus. Every song that we sing, every prayer that we pray, Everything is going to be focused around Jesus. Why? Because He is the middle point of everything. He is the one that created. He is the one that brought our sins to death. He is the one that is victorious over death. Right? 
So everything that we do here, the way we speak to each other, the way that we welcome each other, the way that we serve here if you're a leader is going to be Jesus-focused. And we're going to look at the way that He says things and that He did things, and that is where our focus is going to be. Good culture is spirit-empowered. We're not going to lean on our own understanding or our own power or our own strengths that we run the service on. When I preach, I'm going to pray that the Spirit is going to preach through me. When you pray for someone, you're going to pray in the Spirit. You're going to stand in the Spirit. And we're going to say and show that this is a Spirit-led church. If you read Romans 8, you'll understand better what it means to live in the Spirit. Romans 8 verse 1 says, For there is now no condemnation for those who are in the Spirit. How awesome is that? So everything we do here is going to be Spirit-empowered. Why? Because God wants to bless this church. This is His church. This is the Holy Spirit's place to move. Amen? Amen. And good culture is God-glorifying. Good culture is God-glorifying. If we are doing something, if you see a friend do something that is not God-glorifying, that's where we're going to ask you, hey, what's going on here? What are you busy doing? If you are being prideful, if you are making yourself seem like the hero in a situation, we're going to ask you, why are you doing that? What's going on here? That's not good culture. Good culture means that you are God-glorifying, that everything you do must glorify God. And that is how we're going to build this church further and further, is when everything we do glorifies God. Every song that we sing, every preach that we preach is going to be to glorify His name. Not mine, not another leader, not this church, not any church in South Africa, not any church in the world, but His name. Amen? Amen. So good culture is God-glorifying. And good culture, lastly, is created by teamwork. Teamwork is so important. What did Jesus do first? I spoke about it in No Ordinary Father. He found 12 friends, right? Do you guys remember that? He found 12 friends. If even Jesus didn't do ministry alone, why are we doing it alone? Why do we go through life alone when even the Savior of our lives had friends to do ministry with? If even God Himself didn't do things alone, then we shouldn't either. It's not a good idea. So if you're sitting here alone, if we see every Sunday that you come to church alone, we're going to drag you to become a part of this family. Okay? We, we might drag you to coffee. We might drag you to pizza because that is what family does. No man left behind. Right? You guys ever heard that the Navy SEALs in America, that's like they're saying, no man is left behind. Doesn't matter if he's dead. Doesn't matter how badly he's shot or injured. No man is left behind. And it's the same in this church. Amen? Amen. We're going to look after each other and we're going to be a team. Why? Do you remember what the logo means of a blaze? One of the parts of the logo is a tribe. It's a family. It means that we take care of each other and we're a team together. No one here is alone. Awesome. Listen to this. A blaze exists to show you how to live the life that God has for you and to show you how to love God and live in the Spirit. We're not just going to teach you. I'm not just going to stand here in front and tell you, this is what you have to do. This is how you have to do it. This is what you have to do in this situation. No, I'm going to show you. And the leaders are going to show you. We're going to show you how to do that. So leaders, that's a challenge for you. You're accountable now for teenagers looking up to you and saying, 
That's how that person handles the situation. So that's how I'm going to handle that situation. Because you guys look up to our leaders. You look up to us and you say, if that is how a Christian should be, then that is what I'm going to be because that's the example that is set for me. So leaders, we need to set an example. We need to show these teenagers how to live a life that God has for us. And we need to show them how to live in the Spirit. We need to not just tell them you have to pray or read like this. We have to pray and read with them like that to show them. And teenagers, you're sitting here, you need to go show the people out there how to live the life that God has for them. How to live in the Spirit. You need to show them, not just tell them. So Paul in 1 Thessalonians uh, let me just paint this picture for you. Paul was a guy in the New Testament, one of the most revolu revolutionary Christians there ever was and ever will be, I think. Now, Paul used to go to city and city and city, and he will go and he will teach people good culture. He'll sit in front of a group like you guys at your age and he'll be like, this is the way you have to do stuff. Let me show you how to handle this situation. Let me teach you about the spirit. Let me teach you about the gospel and how you must lead a good culture. No, you must do this when this happens. You can't do that to that person. This is the way you treat your family. This is the way you treat your spiritual family. That is what Paul went around and did. And that is what he wants us to do. That's basically what I'm doing to you today is 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 8. He says this, So being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves. Because you had become very dear to us. In the beginning when I welcomed you, I said, I miss you guys. And I honestly do. I really miss you guys when you're not here. Why? Because I have shown myself to you. You have become very dear to me. You've become like my family, my spiritual children. And I want to show you myself and say, this is how you walk in Christ. This is how you live in the Spirit. Leaders, you're going to do that. In your groups, you're going to do that. This is how you live in Christ. You're going to show yourself to the world. Teenagers, you're going to show yourself to your friends. Why? Because they've become dear to you. You're going to show them this is how God wants you to live. This is how God wants you to read your Bible. You're not just going to tell them about the gospel. That's the easy part. The easy part is preaching here. The difficult part is going out of here and living that gospel. And the last thing is good culture requires vision. Good culture requires vision. You need, when you want to create good culture, you need to know where that good culture is. You need to know where you have to go to create that good culture. And that's why I'm here. I'm here to cast vision for you to say, this is where we want to move. And that is where our good culture is going to move to. All right? So good culture requires vision. So I'm going to cast a little bit of vision for you. And... Um, then we're going to do something completely new. That's going to change the course of this youth church forever. You guys ready? Awesome. Do you guys remember, those of you that have been here for a while, I said I want this to be a family. I want this to be a place where people are welcomed, where God is praised, and where we care for each other. That's what a blaze needs to be. We need to be on fire for God, and that means that we care for each other. 
you go read Acts um, chapter 2, verse 42 to 47, you read a perfect example of what the church should be. And that verse is saying that people were devoted to one another. They gave for each other. They gave to those who were in need. They ate together. They prayed together. They did Bible study together. And that is what a church should look like. And that's what we strive for here. And that's the vision that we have for Ablaze. So I'm going to end off in prayer. And then I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in this church. God, thank you that we can allow good culture to happen in this youth and in this church. Lord, I ask that you will lead us to be Jesus-focused, Spirit-empowered, and God-glorifying, and that we will work like a team for the glory of your name. Lord, I ask that as we make changes in this youth, that you will bless them, and that we will just continue to grow and grow in your Spirit and in your Word and in your will. Lord, I pray that you can give us wisdom and you can give us knowledge and you can give us new energy in this last term, that we will just reignite the fire that was in us before this holiday and that we will reignite the fire that you created us in us when we gave our lives to you. Lord, can bless this service further and just bless our groups that we're going to go into and bless every single thing that we do here at Ablaze. Pray to us in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Now, even though this message was meant for our specific youth and our specific church, I hope that you got something at least from what culture is and what it means and how it should be formed and how we allow certain things to happen around us that creates the culture we live in. So as you go through this week, I want you to go and see what type of culture are you creating or allowing to happen around you and how can you change that to be a good culture. See you next week.